G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. This is your favorite cousin on your daddy's side, Duran Bernard, and you are chilling with a thousand jumpers. So far, this this guest we got right now, man, he beats all of them, bro. <laughs> I think think this could go down to one of our our biggest episodes. Yo, um, yeah, you you didn't miss on this one, bro. You didn't miss on this one. Yeah, and, and I gotta say, you know, R and B has been winning this entire year, but our our next guest, he's definitely in contention for R and B album of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, no way. let's welcome Duran Bernard to the Thousand Jumpers. How you doing, man? Y'all ain't got to gas me up. Nah, you got to be <laughs> gas, bro. <laughs> you gotta got to be gas. Your album, your album is crazy. Um, before we get into the album, how how are you adjusting to COVID? How is your family, your friends? Is everything good with you? I'm good now that I don't have COVID anymore. Mm. Um, and mm. yeah, back in March, I released a little audio journal about it. It's on it's on my website, so make sure you check it out. Um, it's been it's been uh, it's been an adjustment, but I think this time has been revealing to me those of us that are creatives and you know are working for ourselves. It's showing me just how how innovative and creative we can be when our back is against the wall. Okay. And also revealing who is really in your corner when your back is against the wall. Amen. <laughs> it, it's been the like a lot of a lot of relationships have not made it through this year, whether that be romantic or friendships. You know, that's a fact. Like folks are not making it, and I, I, I'm. It's nice to see people at least choosing peace because it's already enough calamity going on. So it's like, yeah. as far as the <clears throat> you can't breathe, you can't take a deep breath in that bitch. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to be there. So, um, but everybody's been been hanging in there. We've been doing good. I popped up on my parents back in September to go see them. So oh, it was nice. To see yeah. So you know, congrats on the album, Duran. You know. I'll tell you, like, it blew my mind. It was like, <clears throat> one time, a person from Florida called my phone, and I saw it on the caller ID, and it dawned on me that Flow Rider is Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when I was listening to this, so when I look at the album, like, Dirt A, I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, that's a cool title. It's got the A and symbol, and then it was like, <laughs> <laughs> ever was uh, a homie of mine, and I'm gonna say his name too because he deserve it. Kenny. He talking about he saw my logo. He said Ander. Ander. No. Oh my god. Congrats on that album. And you know, speaking, you was talking about creative. You know how 
COVID, the situation has, you know, brought out the creativeness. Like, how did you come into this album? Like, you know, did you have like a set sound that you wanted to do? Or like, because a lot of the songs don't sound the same. Like, even though there's like a similar train of thought, like it's a similar, it's a similar topic, but like, they're different. They're like summons is way different than relocate, which is way different than uh, helm, which is way different. Like you know, than gratitude. So it's like, so how did you approach that? Approach creating this album? I just kind of kept recording until I felt I had a body of work that was strong that didn't have fillers. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I didn't want to have any fillers or just throw something on there just because it felt good to me. It's like it it needs to make sense. So, uh, yeah, I was just kind of brainstorming and I'd actually recorded two albums within the past since I dropped um, Soundcheck. And uh, but this was the the one mine. And uh yeah, I didn't. I didn't have necessarily a, a theme. I knew I wanted it to be, you know, self-titled. But I knew within a self-titled project, usually, um, like I think about like Aaliyah's stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. it's so. That's a class. It's just so classic. Like everything feels good. Rock the boat never gets old. Facts. So it's. It's. I felt like I had really just kind of come into my own like what's what's the most personal what are what are some things that we have not discussed and talked about you know that type of stuff is what I wanted to tap into with this okay so that's that's really interesting that you you bring that up um for me what stood out I think I saw on the blogs your your track with Ari and mm-hmm. I was like okay Ari Lynn's got a new song and Rob is a huge Ari Lennox stan. And I am too. Yeah. Rob is more, he's a bigger stan than I am. I gotta give it to him. So I said, I'm like, the incomparable. I was like, okay, like, right, this is cool, but it's one of them, like, I don't know who you are, so I'm gonna just kind of go away. And then I get multiple links, and it's two different people whose music tastes I trust, and they're like, yo, you need to listen to this. And I'm like, okay, two people who don't know each other told me this, I need to listen. So my question to you is like, how did all your features come together? Because each one, whether it was Ari Lennox, Katranada, or Anna Wise, like how did all of that come together? <clears throat> Let's see. The first one I did was with Anna. And it was funny because I literally just saw like some old um snap Snapchat uh boomerangs. Yeah. And it was Anna, like, we're cooking. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my last apartment back in like twenty seventeen. I think um, so Anna, Anna and I have known each other through social media and I've been to her Sunny Moon shows and so we kind of you know kept in touch and while she was here living in, in LA we got a chance to, to work on some stuff so that was something I wanted us to do and then Kay Trinata I'd actually recorded two songs of I recorded on two songs of his before we actually met mm. so <laughs> I recorded on Girl with the with the internet fire by the way and i also did a song uh with anderson when we were recording the oxnard ventura um album and there was a song i did the hook on called getaway and um i it but and katranata produced that one as well but that was one that didn't um so when we finally met it was when tedra tedra moses pulled me into a session uh, that she had with him and brought me in and we finally met and connected and I recorded some stuff with, with her he did and uh, yeah we just stayed in touch I recorded Freefall and Volume around the same time and I've known Ari 10 years so wow really was, uh, <laughs> what a blessed individual let me see, let me see, <laughs> let me see where's my, my picture out of us back when we was just wearing whatever we wanted child <laughs> You see us? Yo, oh wow! That's trenches for real. That's that's the real throwback. <laughs> just look, just look at this ensemble. I don't know what I was. I don't know if I was trying to go to church or if I was trying to like deliver <laughs> the newspaper. I don't know what was. That's the throwback picture that girls get mad at. Be like, why would you post the ugly one? It's just like <laughs> it's the moment. It's not the picture. Like it's bigger than that. You feel me? Word, <laughs> 
not the fayed either. Okay. Right. Right. That's that's the one that yeah, the homegirls would get. They would definitely get mad at me for. I'm like, it's bigger, it's bigger than the picture. Yeah, because that's all the picture that Jerome has. Oh man. This is a moment. See, I'm, I'm glad you get it because, like, my friends, they get on me. They're like, you post the old, ugly pictures. I'm like, bro. Joel will pull out, like, me. a, a fifth grade picture. Like, ooh, you remember the this? Here's the thing, though. We was all ugly back then. Like, you feel some of us me? Was all ugly It's the growth, the glow up. <laughs> Somebody had to go through it. <laughs> we're, we're here, bro. We we are on the same page. So the that's, process. That's crazy. You, you do her that long. So did you, I guess how like y'all careers have ascended is one of the things like yo that's my homegirl but she she's out of here like I always get excited it's one of those things where you get so happy for your friends accomplishments that it's almost like you're a little bit more excited than they are yeah (laughs) even with homies you know that are like out here regardless of the gyms closing down they still were working out and now they all cut up and shit. And I'm just like, best friend, like I, I know like six shit. girls that got in like bodybuilding and they just be going in. I'm like, y'all are so That's, better than me. But those are the kind of people that you need to surround yourself by. Thanks. Amen. Either folks that are heading your direction or already where you trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> because if you're not looking at your friend circle and thinking to yourself at some point or another, Damn, I'm not going as hard as I could be. I really could step it up a notch. You know, that's that's one thing that I don't ever want to be is 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 complacent or content with just where I am. You know, there's always some improvement that could you know take place. So like, so speaking of like songs we did with the internet, obviously with Anderson Park, Erica Bottom, talking about a comp. I mean, like a legend, like. Lee, like I would just, I would just sit there and listen to whatever she wanted to do for the next three hours. <laughs> so I was like, it's like, well, who are your like biggest influences going into like this album? So like, who, like what guided you? We got Erica, we have Lisa Fisher, we have uh, Shante Moore. Okay. We have Rick James. We have Luther, Nate Dogg. We have B. Slade, we have Jim Carrey, Bugs Bunny, Babs Bunny, um, Pootie Tang. Time, time out, time out. You, we got to expound how is Bugs Bunny and Jim Carrey influences on this album. I need the play-by-play for sure. You got to start with Pootie Tang. Oh, yeah, right, that's, my, right. that's, that's, my fav- that's my favorite black superhero. <laughs> yeah, be quick to say Black Lightning, but mm-mm. So... <laughs> it's the comedy and delivery. It's because how often are you serenade? Just imagine if Luther would sit like Luther or Whitney. Let's just take both of those. Right? And they would serenade you with their music, but incorporated in the music, you're laughing. Okay, like, that would be like it's reeking all through. So. You know, my parents taking me to go see The Mask. And, you know... one of my favorite movies. The Mask, Liar, Liar, even Robin Williams. You know, just the the creativity and just the different dimensions that you can Mm -hmm. record with your voice, you know. So it's not just singers that inspire me, but comedians and actors and cartoons, you know. I was going to say that. You noticed that with the uh, intro mix, uh, when I was listening to it at first, I was like, yo, this is the funniest shit ever. Because, like, you, how many times do an artist just tell you, like, yo, chill out. Like, <laughs> I'm working on this shit. Like, Seriously. calm and, down. Yeah. And, I, and that's the kind of content I like to talk about. The stuff that if you are just a human being out here living, you'll be able to relate to either being rushed or pressured about completing something uh, you even even in songs like volume when I'm like let me turn the volume down so I can hear the numbers better as I'm pulling up <laughs> on your house right it's every it's everyday stuff because like I'm at, why do everybody turn the volume down when they go into the neighborhood <laughs> You know what, though? That's an like, automatic black it, trait. But, but have you ever tried to think or read with music blasting? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can't. And it's like, you, can't you really cannot focus and concentrate. 
if anything it's the sound you 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 need to focus so that's <laughs> if anything we saw we saw <laughs> that right there you can't focus right there Mythbusters right here so one of the things I love and you kind of touched on it is your influences like I was telling people I'm, I'm like if I refer you this album and you say that's not my type of music I can live with that but if someone said yo he can't sing we just can never talk music again so my thing is like that's a fact. Your, your voice your vocal control like it wasn't boring you know how we're in an era now where some people just sing in one key the entire album and it might be a couple slaps but overall I was like yeah it's cool like it was engaging interesting you were hitting gospel runs you were hitting runs I haven't heard since uh, LTD like I'm like yo he's hitting Jeffrey Osborne notes bro like people our age don't do that <laughs> like that's crazy <laughs> so like how did how did you make this one big gumbo pot like how did you over time your vocal control like where does that come from I'm a sponge so uh, there's been a lot of things that have influenced me and not just voices but instruments if I was an instrument I would be the bass okay yeah you don't first of all a bass can carry a song by itself it can, cha- it can change the direction of the key yeah and also you never feel sad when you hear the bass that's a fact you never feel you be like mm, mm. that's a new epiphany like when I listen to this hear that part, I've never yeah you wow <laughs> yeah you never feel sad when you hear the bass so that's that's how I describe my voice it's like a bass with a drummer's pocket okay like speaking as a person as talented as you are right as an artist I was we were talking about um we were talking about the album on our um podcast early episode. I was like, yo, usually you hear like a voice like this kind of breaks through already. Like you get like you hear it on like a, you know, a major label like and it's getting pushed like, yo, this is a debut album, right? I was like, you usually don't hear someone this good, like and you, it just usually doesn't sneak up on you. So it's like I was asking, like, how does this era of like streaming, how does that affect you? Like for your artists to break through? Well, I think it's not even the streaming. I think it's just technology and the access that we as creatives now have where once upon a time you had to be signed to a label or have access to certain equipment to be able to put together something like this. And so now anybody all you need is a laptop and a and a and a and an interface and a decent microphone and and some pro tools or whatever and it's everything is just you can do it yourself so it does make it a little harder to kind of sift through because there's so many of it there's this tiny revolving door and everybody's trying to to get through to that other side you know and for me i i just feel it's about timing you know for for a long time, your boy was making homie music, <laughs> and I was getting away with a lot of stuff just because I could sing, you know. Mm-hmm. But stuff that you know your homies support, but they're not really fans. Like, yeah, yeah. Or because we care about you. Yeah, you, know? you don't go telling other people like, yo, you hear this? Yeah, I ain't telling nobody like, yo, you hear this album? So mm-hmm. so now that I'm in that place of I'm actually making some something that people can be fans of as well as they support me, mm-hmm. I feel like I found that that sweet spot. So my, my main thing with putting this out, especially independently, was if the music is jamming enough, people will spread the word. That's like, that, that was my whole thing. And it's the word has been getting around. Hey. And again, like I heard it and for me, like in in my friendship and relationship with Rob, I was sending him a whole bunch of music. It might take Rob half a year to get back to me, be like, hey, yo, that thing you sent me, it was all right. I'm like, bro, I'm not even on that anymore. Right. So when he hit me on the podcast right before, he was like, hey, yo, I'm like, you're the Duran Bernard album? He was like, yeah, we're going to talk about it. I was like, okay. Maybe he wasn't feeling it. He was like, yo, it's amazing. I'm like, Word. I tell you, okay. like, when you sent me that album, I literally um, I send it to I send it to my friend, sell it to Kamara. So I'm like, yo, you heard this album? Um, 
I'm supposed to, I might be interviewing this guy. She's like, yo, he's like one of my favorite singers. Oh, uh, she's like, uh, she was like, yo, like, thanks for like reminding me about to, for me to get to the album. I'm like, yo, like, people know, like, yeah, you, I'm you, late. You like, I'm a, like, oh, okay, like, if they know, you know, Jim. Facts. Better late than never. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I, I give I give Jerome about one or two suggestions a month that he can <laughs> he can send me. So it's a it's a lot of material. Right. So you, know? like you got you got sift through the artists like that. You're you know generally fans of now they're dropping every you know so often. It's like now it's like a new artist. So like sometimes man, Jerome's just like he's the homie. He's like oh man, I, <laughs> I think this is good. And it's like. Mm-hmm. This yeah. one, I was like, wow, where'd you find this? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I did that right here in my apartment. <clears throat> hey, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. And you touched on in the beginning of the interview. Uh, your website is definitely one of the more detailed things I've seen. You got the Back. blog, the, the Daily Journal. You're doing personalized Zoom meetups. Uh, that's that's one of the more creative meet and greets I've ever seen. I'm like, dang, to have a 30 minute convo with my favorite artist, like that's fire, bro. You see established artists without don't have that foresight. But listen, here's the thing, because I thought about it. Because first and foremost, I'm always looking for a way to do work without having to leave the house. <laughs> so that's first and foremost. I'm a homebody. I don't have to leave the house. But the idea of because I, I remember when someone brought it to my attention in a DM, they were like, yo, so when you come back off your sabbatical from smoking, I would like to do like a Zoom call with you and like smoke and, and chat with you. And then they gave me their their price for like 45 minutes. And I was like, bitch, that's brilliant. Hold up. <laughs> I had to go to social media and talk to the cousins like y'all. Would y'all do X, Y, and Z? Then I got on live and we started talking about, okay, so if I did 30 minutes, how much should this be? And so on and so forth. And, you know, this amount of people. And we all delegated and came up with the format of what it is. Oh. Now, that's that's by far one of the most ingenious things I've ever seen. I was like, yo, that's... It's like one of those ideas that's like, it's right in your face and no one thinks of this. <laughs> no one thinks of cause this. Because it's one thing to get on a live, but you can't... But you have to... That attention, and even then, they're doing their own thing. When you can actually have a conversation with me, and you have my undivided attention for thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, just to talk about whatever, you know, that's what I mean. it ends up being life coaching. It ends up being just, bitch. You know, you need to stop messing around with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if you have those everyday conversations with your favorite artist, that's Crazy. That just grows your fan base like, even more. Maybe if Jay Z told me to stop doing something when I was fifteen, we'd be on I'm, a different level here. And I'm unbiased to it. I don't know you, so it's like right. I'm just giving you an objective. Like no, nah, no. Nah. Oh, but my favorite thing to ask is so if you were your friend and you saw your friend getting treated like this, what would you say? <laughs> Because if you got an attitude before you even open your mouth about what you're going to say, you owe yourself an apology. <laughs> so I guess a, a follow-up would be, how has been the success rate of that? Like, do you get returning fans, or is it just a one-time and that's it? There's been a couple that have uh, done it a few times. And I let them know, like, you can do this as many times as you want, as you know, whenever I'm available to do it. Right. So, um, yeah, it's has it been anything like weird or you know? So, yeah, it's I because I'm a people person. I can I can do that. But also, when you have certain people that want to come and vent about certain things, it's like it is a lot to get to get dumped on you. Yeah, imagine like this. It's been some heavy stuff being shared, you know, with me, and I'm just like. Damn, I mean, I'm not a licensed, but you know, this is what I do know. You know what I'm saying? So, which is why. So, I, an advocate for uh, mental health. I'm in therapy, so I suggest y'all do the same. Okay. Therapy works wonders. Listen, it'll change the shit. On a lighter note, we talk about, you know, dreams and things. Who are some of your favorite? songwriters that you would want to work with or producers that you would want to work with 
I would love to work with Quincy Jones. I'd love to work with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. I'd work with the Neptunes. Uh, hell, Timberland and Missy. I'd love to do that. I'd love to. I'd love to write some stuff with Tweet. That's uh, hard. Mm, it's underrated. I'd like to write something with uh, uh, Esther Dean, cause baby. Uh, who else? That's just the, the the top of my head that mm-hmm. I can. Yeah, but I would I would like to see what what would come of at least at least with Timberland. Like, oh, man, I would love a vintage sound like how he did with Tink, and just yeah. kind of brought the, the old feel back and, and moderned it up. I would love I would love that. Uh. So since you you mentioned Timbo, um, we've been all in this pandemic. Have you been watching any of the versus battles? The versus. <laughs> and, and what would have been some of your favorites? Let, let's see if we Why do the they same spell page. it like that? <laughs> the versus. Um, so I like, what was the first one I saw? Uh, I saw a little bit of Babyface and Teddy Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a little bit of the uh, um, Nelly and Ludacris. Yeah. <laughs> Which other one did I see? Uh, Monica and Brandy, of course. And it's crazy that that was the highest streaming. Yeah. We were all waiting on that. Uh, oh, Badu and Jill. That was. Oh, a, that's a fact. That that was, was. I was so high that day. <laughs> <laughs> In here, just cooking, crunch, just. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. They've been I, I think they've been cool. Like I, I thought that was a brilliant idea to to do while we're while we're in this time. It'd be dope if they did like um have they done like D, uh, a DJ versus? Like two nah. DJs? No, nah, they haven't. Yeah, they've done DJ just mixes, but they haven't yeah. done DJ versus. That would be that'd be dope. Like if they came with their own format of, you know, oh, that'd, that would be, be. that'd be lit. Want some yeah. above the rim shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got my man cute. And you know, we were talking about um, who could Anita go um, versus with. And we were like, honestly, the most appropriate one that would be able to go against Anita would be Luther. Oof. Oh, man, that was... It's like... And just like with... with Gladys, like I really wish I so like. Do you understand what that would have done for our whole souls if Aretha was still alive and she was able to do the verses with Patty? Like, cause that, yeah, like, yeah. They thought Brandy and Monica had the little tension that we we alluded to. I feel like Aretha <laughs> and Patty here for the tea. The tea, the story. We're trying to talk about a healing moment. And a <laughs> okay. Piece of the culture. He's like, yo. <laughs> the shade room would have been popping. I would have loved, listen, because you know we love our our grandmothers and you know our elders giving giving yes. that they can give to one another. It's just I. Mm. I feel like the older you are in that sense, like the more game. Because in in the uh, Patty versus um, Gladys, the first twenty minutes they were just talking about cooking and whatnot. <laughs> like we was, I felt like I was at the table. Right. Like, Yo, she about to make me the greatest plate of all time. Bro. <laughs> Listen, I, matter of fact, my um, one of my my only Patty Labelle experience was in twenty eleven. We were at the UNCF benefit. Um, Erica was performing. Her and Lettucey had just got off stage performing New Attitude, tearing it up. And I was right on side of the stage because I wanted to go over there and say hi to Lettucey. And Patty came behind stage and they were talking, you know, oh, you, you did such a wonderful job. And then she turned around and she was like, baby, I got to get out these shoes. And she she was like, young man, come here. And she went and had to like lean on me so she can get out her, her lubies. <laughs> I was like... Man, I have a dirty shoulder. Yeah, I'm like, I'm never watching it again, bro. <laughs> bring, your, bring your strong young self over here so I can get out these shoes. Oh, I loved it. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yo. 
That's real, man. That's not actual. <laughs> yeah, like what? That's that reminds me of that a video where uh, Janet Jackson was behind the dude. Like he was talking about it. Like he was getting interviewed, and she like hugged him from behind, and he like damn there like. No, 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 no. Was that was that was that Chance that 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 Beyonce hug? Yeah, oh, yeah. Chance did that too. And he didn't even realize that it was her. Like you can't be doing that to people. Yeah, I would you pass out if Beyonce touched me. Like you are not who you are. <laughs> You know, yeah, there's, a, there's certain people here that like you know like you if Beyonce it. ever said my name, I would go to sleep. I'm <laughs> give us a heart attack up in here. <laughs> yeah, I told you, I was like, yo, it's better. Like she could like write me a letter or something. Like, okay. hey man, yo, keep on like that. I could like process that slowly okay. and just be happy. If she like spoke to me, I would just pass out. <laughs> it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy. Not <laughs> be considerate. Be. Pass out. Gonna hit hit this hot concrete. Right. <laughs> speaking of speaking of legends, you know, what would be your dream studio session? Yeah, we got you and five other people, dead or alive. We talking producers, writers, rappers, singers, five people. Anything. Oh, bruh. Okay, so we're bringing Rick and his niggerish ass up in there. <laughs> I need Rick James. Um, I need Little Richard. Ooh. He don't even have to record another. He just gonna be the choir director. He just gonna be telling everybody where they need to go. He's gonna be the coordinator. That's gonna be... He got the vibes. He got the baby. Um, I need Luther in there. I need Luther. And then, um, as far as... Oh... You know what? Let's bring George Benson up in there too. Oh, yo! First of all, give me that. It's still like top ten favorite songs. Okay, and and then, oh gosh, Dave Chappelle. Okay, so I got the follow-up. I got this. All right. That's your, so for the people say 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 your dream studio we got Rick James George mm-hmm. Benson Dave Chappelle Lord Richard, Richard and Luther right uh, now what is the final product of that session like what type of song are we getting what could we give I know right like what is it a black song? anthem is it a we just you singing know? to see who can out sing each other <laughs> we singing about I'm love set a tear. We just gonna bring Babyface to help us cook some uh some magic up, and this will be Babyface like he's trying to bring like some way next hell type stuff. That's it, yeah. That's yeah. Babyface is gonna give us a nice little bop on some Mac Band stuff, and then we are gonna slow it down. The Luther gonna take us on home. So would you wanna? Would you? What part would you wanna be in that? Would you wanna do the chorus, or you just like, yo, I'm here. I'll write a line and say I was a part of this. Hell, I could do some backgrounds. Like, did you know that Rick James actually had the Temptation singing on his song? Yeah. Oh, super. He said, Temptation sing. Whoa. That was not a random flex. That was the actual Temptation. Yeah. So it could be something like that. Like, <laughs> the random, you know, come on in and give a little something. Oh, if a legend says your name, I'll be fine with that. <laughs> Nah, man, that's that's dope. Like that would that would really be hard, man. Oh yeah. But see, we got a little bit of extra time, man. Um, should we gonna run through our favorite songs? Like, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob said what? Summons is that? Summons was like Summons was crazy because like I didn't expect it. Like at the end, I was like, okay, because Passport is like. No, the last yeah. minute and a half of that is just like, sax oh, this is like the sax. you're just taking me to a different level. And it was like, the sax for me. Yeah, Who played the sax for that because that yeah. whoever did that floated like, oh my goodness. Brian Thompson and folks was talking about did Duran just get Kenny G on his album and didn't tell nobody. <laughs> I feel like if you did have Kenny G, you wouldn't tell us. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, he's in the video." Like that's, that's, a, Kenny that's G. the subtle, that's the credit flex. <laughs> someone texts you, they're like, "Is that is that a typo?" It's like, nah, nah. Nah, that's what you that's look it. at. You look entitled, <laughs> and you're like, "All right, reading the credits, Kenny G." Nah, that ain't Kenny G. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's his man who just happened to be named Kenny G. That ain't these. <laughs> 
Kenny Garfunkel. That's not Kenny. word. Like, see, for me, yeah. my personal favorite is gratitude. Like, oh man, that's the intro of this of this podcast. By the way, we playing gratitude. That three song run are like three completely different vibes. Like relocate him and gratitude. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Those. those are like all three different like lanes, and they're just like. Yeah, he's like, wow. Musical when I think about, well, outside, well, slower version musical than we have summons, but just the different transit because you don't know where I'm about to go. And then we just give you that, that hook and simplify it. And then I'll just hit you with some shock value at the end. And then you realize, what the hell is this nigga talking about? <laughs> I, my question, I was scrolling through your Instagram and I seen you get love from Wayne Brady. And Wayne Brady is like, he's a legend. Like, yo, like. First of all, he was another one that just rolled up in my DMs. Like, and I'm like, first of all, you cannot just be showing up unannounced like you're not. Word, like you. <laughs> you have to prepare us for this. But no, he's, he's so, like that that's a cosign that I didn't even expect to ever get like and I love everybody loves Wayne Brady so I'm just yeah. like yeah that 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 sent me yeah I think the only thing that would probably take this to the to the next level is if like Jada or Will Smith or Oprah or putting on Fenty listening to like them would probably be like them once and then I'd just be like okay so this is my soul <laughs> He's no longer with us. <laughs> oh man. So also earlier, I guess before we wrap up, you said you recorded two albums. So is it gonna be as long of a drop off um in terms of us waiting for what's next? Or are you gonna be like, alright, you know, this time next year we got another one? Um, well the plan is to have it out by next year, but um yeah, we'll 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 see how that goes. I've just really just been recording like now at this point. I really want to have things already done so that way when it's time to put it out, I'm not rushing to get you know, get stuff mixed and mastered. I got my you know my folks now who I can you know who can get it done for me in a timely fashion. So I'm I'm feeling good about this next body of work, but I do want to say this. I'm not trying to outdo myself with the next body of work. Okay. Because this subtitle project, this this der and the okay. oh. <laughs> der and <laughs> is uh that was a a moment. And it's kinda like I think of like albums like uh like My Life by Mary J. Blige. Um you know, Baduism. Uh, uh, Embrya by Maxwell like these were these were moments and in order, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something or try to do something like that again you gotta work with the same people you know right. if, if you're trying to do a continuation of that work with the same folks you gotta keep the same vibes but I but I work with about 10 producers uh. that's you know, really hard to do. He's versatile. Like it's so, it's so cool how nothing sounds like the next track. You know, so uh, yeah, I, it won't be that long of a wait. But I definitely just wanted to put that out there. Like I don't want people, I, and I'm not going to put that pressure on myself. And I don't think any artist should put that on themselves, especially when it's something like this. I think the only person that's exempt from this conversation concerning that is Lauren Hill. I would be terrified too to try to come up with a follow up to Miseducation. Uh, yeah, like that, yeah. especially after so long. Yeah, like, that, like, just but just that body of work. Period. It's just yeah. like it's the classic and the masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like you know, and the signature. You know, yeah, so. Like, but we have to, yeah. But now, I but I will say this: now that I have the formula of what it is that I do and how I do it, it'll bop. That's all I can say. But as far as oh, we're looking for something like Duran, just just expect a bop. 
<laughs> I can live with that. I, I can live with that. Here, you know. And, and, and when that time comes, hopefully you can come right back on the show. We can talk about it. X. We'll discuss. We are we are waiting. Yeah, we are waiting. Rob, you got any more questions before we get up out of here? Nah, nah, I think you got the last. Um, I guess in in closing, you know where where can people find you at? Uh, what can people expect? What's what's coming next? What's what's going on for the rest of 2020 for Duran Bernard? So, everyone can find me, uh, Duran Bernard. That's Twitter, Facebook, and IG. That's D U R A N D B E R N A R R. Make sure that you turn on, uh, on uh, them notifications too on IG because that al- uh, algorithm got us all fucked up. Thanks. So, let y'all do that. Uh, and head on over to the website, DuranBernard.com. We got merch, you know. Um, the cameo booking, you know, if you want to do a personalized greeting or if you want to have a chat with me so I can get your ass together so you can have a better life. <laughs> Offer suggestions, you know, for you to be like, stressed. Okay. Uh, and just stick around. Just got some stuff coming up. My, you know, I got, got some things up my sleeve now that we don't got the album out. So I, I, I was told. I, I'm not hopper. I, I was told by, uh, your, your PR, you know, that. You, you got an announcement. This is dropping Friday, so if you want to make that, we can, or do you want them just to wait? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. You, can, you should go ahead and <laughs> drop that, bro. Go. Yeah. Well, I had the pleasure of being invited to perform for Afropunk. This is my very first time performing in this is Afropunk Global. That's why I said this year has not been a complete bust. Mm. You know, I mean, outside of not being able to gig, I mean, like I said, finding the the innovative ways to, you know, bring in more income using what you're good at and getting into therapy and, you know, pulling ourselves out of debt and just it's been it's it's been a very trying, interesting year, but it's been productive. For sure. Uh, yes. I, I can I can live with that. That's, oh, wow well, question. Alright, cool. Go for it. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Mm. <clears throat> well, I guess for me, I was just in a wedding and that was my first time being in a wedding. So Okay. I drunk some moonshine for the first time. <laughs> that shit got me out on my head. Oh man, that's it's a, it's the napper right there, like it's the napper, okay. And also, what was your very first concert that you attended? Big Sean on my birthday, twenty thirteen. I remember it because there was a girl in, in like a black and white striped dress, and they had uh, I think he played he performed ass ass, and she danced on me. She knocked my hat off and picked it up and put it on her head. Well, you better be out here living vividly in this. <laughs> so I can't top that, but I think a cool thing. Um, it was two thousand, and my mother and and her brother my uncle they're huge Natalie Cole fans and she mm. just happened to be in Atlanta when we were in Atlanta and she performed at a park so it's like yo I got to see Natalie Cole bro like that's my first ever wow. show yeah. that's a good that's a good first concert mine was Brandy Mm. So so, what brandy? Are we talking two thousands or you got nineties brandy? Like we're talking in nineteen summer of nineteen ninety eight. Never say never. <laughs> uh, I was top of the world. I was nine years old. C note open seven o two and silk. Oh my gosh! Silk. What? I never heard anyone saying like. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was. Clutching my little nine-year-old pearls, like, <laughs> um, yeah. And Ray J was on the on the tour with her. It was amazing. The legend. But if we're talking about like concerts, that I always give my first concert. When I'm talking about my top three concerts, 
in no particular order, Barry Manilow, mm. Prince, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's a nice holy trinity. Yeah, I think that blows my holy trinity out. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to oh. say mine. <laughs> and and the ladies Ooh. that I that I that I love as well, um, Shantae, Lisa Fisher, uh, Jill Scott. Layla Hathaway, I've seen them all live. Jill Scott was actually one of my first. Mm. What was a concert I saw at twelve when she when she first first came. Is that yeah. appropriate. <laughs> my twelve year old socks off. I sat on the side of that stage just like speechless. Speechless. Like, um, then saw her at fifteen years old and made me cry. Mm. <laughs> mm. The power of music is storytelling. When you can emote the journey that you've gone through and share that with 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 people to the degree that they feel, yeah, pieces of what it was that it's just it's. Ooh, yeah, that, that attachment is that's crazy. I know, I love it. Yes, yeah. well, gentlemen, I appreciate your time. No. And you choose the outro song. What what song are we closing out on from the album? Hmm. We can go ahead and end on uh. We can end on on company. Okay. And uh, that's been the everybody and all oh, yeah all right to you too everybody been that's been <laughs> all right well you guys heard it first um Durant thank you yeah, it's a privilege uh definitely. You're right. more than welcome to come back. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. Any anytime, man. And uh yeah, until the next time guys, y'all be safe, y'all be blessed. Peace. 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 Babe. No, you're not used to